Pizza? Pizza? Pizza! Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. I should say in the house we have Kendrick Noda and his son Micah. Kendrick was part of the first Hawaii team to win the U.S. Little League World Series championship in 1988, right, Brooke? Yes, I know. I'm so excited. I'm extra excited because Kendrick is like an older, way older brother to me. <laughs> Not just joking. He's like an older brother to me since I since I was Micah's age, his son's age. So, um, super blessed to have known him all these years he's always been a brother always have taken care of me and my friends and he's a pro city chargers um awesome baseball player always picked us up to take us places in his pathfinder (laughs) (laughs) you know so i i just i just i'm extra excited because um we're gonna have this this time with them tonight yeah right on welcome welcome to the mothership you guys mothership podcast and uh, we're so (laughs) glad that you guys are here first off we have to say congratulations right i mean congratulations on just bringing it home uh for hawaii and representing us so well it was a super great ride uh how was it for you micah i'm sure you had some time to think about it i know you just came back last week (laughs) yeah thank you and kendrick how was it for you it was tiring. It, it was, I actually went up there early because my older kid had a tournament. So I left on July 24th. And I didn't come home till August 29th. <laughs> so yeah, it was a long trip. But then, was, is that the, kind of the same amount of time that Michael was gone then, right? No, Michael came up, I think it was the first week of August. Kind of like the 5th or the 6th. So I had initially planned to return, um, come home for four days and fly back up. But I figured to stay up there and just rebook my ticket later. Yeah. Aside from tiring, though, like, Micah, um, I mean, how do you feel with all the attention that your team has gotten? And how was it like being up there and, you know, having ESPN, you know, broadcasting you guys live? Yeah, I was kind of like um, nervous playing games, but it was fun at the same time. And at the barracks, it was really fun playing ping pong and wiffle ball. Oh, wow. It, it, you know what? It seemed it was impressive because it seemed like you guys, after a while, started to get used to the cameras, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's that one clip where you guys are in the dugout, um, like singing a song together. That's so cool. And you didn't even care that the cameras, like, focus right on you guys you guys are just singing your heart out i don't know it was a local song i don't know if it was rebel soldiers or that's why i think yeah because he yeah. put it on his page 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Somebody on- brought a speaker, right, on the trip. Yeah, Russin. Oh, see, that's the way. That's. It seemed like you guys weren't nervous. Were you nervous at all? Yeah, but then I, that they that um when we sang, it made us like less nervous and like more mm-hmm. relaxed. I like that. I like that. That's kind of like with adults too. You know what I mean? <laughs> when we, right? When we get together, you guys. <laughs> it's a sing a lot. And it, kind of yeah, it makes us stressed, but it's her so relax. cool to see that. <laughs> it's so cool to see the kids, to, to see the kids like enjoy that too, you know, and just let the music kind of t- take all the tension and the stress away. And I think that was like one of the most asked questions is like, how do you guys not let it get to you? Like all the stress, you know, I mean, you knew that you're playing for the championship. Like, how do you not get stressed out about that? Like we always like have each other's backs and like when someone like strikes out or something, like we always try to like pick them up. Nice. And Michael, what are the parallels you think? Um, Because I think Brooke mentioned that you were a part, I mean, sorry. Um, Kendrick, you're a part of the 1988 World Series team, and your son Micah now is here and relived the same thing. So, what do I'm going to ask Kendrick first? What any parallels you see between the two teams and experiences, and why is Hawaii team so special? I mean, just the Hawaii team is fundamental baseball. I mean, the coaches in Hawaii are, you know, they break things down fundamentally for the kids, and the kids are prepared for this type of level games compared to the mainland where a lot of it is more, I think the kids are bigger. So they're not, their bodies are not, I guess, up to par with their size of their bodies. Compared to Hawaii kids are smaller, which they're more fundamentally sound. So when the kids get, the mainland kids get older, of course, now they're bigger and stronger, everything catches up with them. And that's where they start to excel, you know. That's really interesting to hear that perspective because, I mean, the mainland is starting to take notice that, wow, you know, Hawaii, you guys, when it comes to baseball, you guys are top notch and they're, you know, they don't understand. And I think even for people who are not in the baseball world, like when Brooke was trying to explain to me, like, we're next level. And that just is, I'm like, oh, is it for real? And it's, it's interesting like and then i want to ask you kendrick because you're you've been a coach right and um has it changed like back in my day our day right like was it like this specialty like you know this involved or has it kind of like got more intense over the years i think it got more actually relaxed you just got to find the right coaches where when i grew up like it was a lot of yelling um do it this way by the coaches a more, I guess, hard knock kind of way. Like now, coaching evolved to that positive alliance coaching way. You shouldn't yell at the kids and whatnot. But, you know, the kids nowadays, and as well as the parents nowadays, it's a different time, you know. It's um, don't yell at my kid, you know, kind of thing, even though if it's part of the sport. But some parents take offense to that, you know. But it's like, so there you can find coaches that are old school, and I'm old school. You know, but to me, it's all about discipline where if you make a mistake, you need to own up to it. You know, but some of these kids nowadays, they'll make excuses rather than accepting the fact they make a mistake. It it almost seems, I mean, Brooke, I know you're telling me it's the caliber of the coaches too nowadays, right? I mean, it might be more relaxed, like Kendrick said, but then 
you know, it, it also is a reflection of just the caliber and, you know, the, the, how they're very, the skills, right. The knowledge of the skills and how to teach it. Right. Is, is right. a little yeah. bit. And I want, I, I want to say this too, because Kendrick's being really modest. He, <laughs> you know, had his own baseball club for a lot of the boys that you're seeing excel at, at Micah's level at the intermediate high school level. Now in college, a, a lot of them really have, they owe that to crew baseball and, the fundamentals that Kendrick guys it's old school and I mean I mean it's not for everyone but he's being modest my husband will say the same thing that you there's so many my, my older boys play with there's boys in the team that the best players are some of them are from crew you know so it's because of Kendrick and his whole coaching staff um he just he's being modest but I'm, I'm gonna say it because that's part of it I think the cross training helps right that nowadays the kids do all these other speed and quickness and agility stuff and I think that helps too but I do think that there's still a place for old school discipline um, especially in a sport like baseball you know and I and you have to be mentally tough too you can't just <laughs> having the hard knocks early on is going to prepare you for the next level when everyone's better so yeah right. yeah 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 I mean because I think um you know Hawaii like there's a big part of Hawaii that doesn't understand baseball and they're not familiar with it right and they don't understand what it takes but when we look at this team in particular we're not talking like <clears throat> when you said just a while ago Kendrick that <clears throat> they're already ready for this level right that they've been ready for this level so is it safe to assume we're does, there's no first timers these guys have all been playing baseball since like what's the well, young sure, like four or five years old right I mean, yeah so they've been fundamentally, fundamentally sound pretty much all of them and you have to try out to be on the team is that correct too well it, 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 it's little league so you can just sign up and then after a while gerald has a tournament team and he'll select players that he wants on his team from there but it's fortunate where in little league the so when you go to school, you're allowed to play. Um, it's part of the district. Like when we played, there was not no such thing. You had to play where you live, and there was no if ands or about it. But um, little league made it where wherever you go to school. And for the mainland people, they could drive two to three hours for school, and they can go play in that little league wherever school they went. Fortunately enough, in Hawaii, all the private schools fall into the Honolulu district. So pretty much, they have a lot of baseball players that go to private school and then they can play for the Honolulu district, which makes the Honolulu district so strong. That's so, is it safe to also assume that everybody wants to be on this team? Well, of course people try out, people want to be there. You know, I mean, the experience that these kids will got, it's something they will cherish for the rest of their lives. You know, like I still remember when I went up there and of course, back then, we didn't know what we were playing for because we didn't have internet. We didn't know what's going on. But these kids nowadays, they know what they're playing for. They know how important it is, how they got treated and everything. I mean, when we went to Williamsport, we flew on, well, I think it was Pan Am, like a regular commercial jet. These guys, when they won San Bernardino, they had a private jet straight into Williamsport, which is awesome. It's like the red carpet treatment, man. That's right. That's right. I know. I was gonna ask Micah. Micah, can you talk about that for like for kids and parents who don't know the background, like the, what's going on behind the scenes? You guys get flown by a private jet, and then what happens to get all the unis so, and everything? 
So like we go, we wake up at like two because we have to board the plane at like five. We have to go on the bus at three. So yeah, and then the flight is kind of long. <laughs> and then once we land, they give us like, um, like on the flight they give us snacks. And when we land, it's already like in the almost in the um, it's like in the morning to afternoon already. So like yeah. And then what happens when you land and to get your gear and stuff? We have to get our gear, then we have to sign into the barracks, get everything all set and everything, and then yeah, then we just got free time to do whatever at the barracks. They gave you guys what the uniforms? What else? Oh, uh, they got us baseball cleats, batting gloves, helmets, bags. Um, yeah, yeah, bat. The brand. You got a bat too. Yeah, it's a 2023 ADV. What? That's crazy. That's yeah. like a like a Disneyland for a baseball player, huh? That's 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 what you call a swag bag, or what do they call that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, amazing. Seriously, like you guys are pimped out. I mean, you guys Rock are looking smart. good with all your new gear. Oh. Wait, they have everything. Even the catchers got brand new gear. That's why every catcher you see had that white um, catcher's gear. Mm. What, what is a barracks? Like, what is, is the parents go there? Are you guys play there? What, what is that? It's like, it's like on the barracks is like where you stay and like, there's like pools, game room, wiffle ball, all. It's like, but you have to stay in the fence unless you're going to sign out to go to the game or practice. So no so parents, like, just like the, the dormitory and coaches. Yeah, so the barracks is like a confined area where only the coaches and players are allowed in that area. Um, when we went out, it was log cabins. And now when we went up there now, it's literally like a townhouse area. It's huge. It's like amazing where four teams stay in one townhouse complex. Yeah, it, it's amazing where they, they're so strict with security that we I couldn't even go in there to look at it while the kids were there. So I asked oh. if I could go take a look, see the difference, and they refused. They say you can't because we have kids in there. So you well, never got to, strict. yeah, you never got to see it at all. No, I, I couldn't get in. I couldn't get wow. in. Just from the outside, you can look in, but the security is super strict and, you know, it's kids, you know. Yeah. So they have to, have to be up there on security, so. What teams did you guys get close to, Micah? So we're right next door to Canada. They're always, like, clogging the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and Canadians? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make friends with them? I'm not sure. No, Australia was upstairs, and um, I forgot who's on the other upstairs, but oh, upstairs of Canada. Also, and you guys got to um, like talk to them and make friends, and yeah, we, I got I got two uh, Australia uniforms that I traded for pins. Wow, that's so cool! Isn't it true you guys also got to go to a game or something? Yeah, we, we got to go to the um, Boston and Oreos game. Did the parents like, all of the autographs, autographs, and we got pictures. So yeah, that was a cool game. It was a it was a major league puts it on for little league, and they they don't sell tickets. So all you could do is the kids could go as well as they gave the parents two tickets. So even if you have a family of four, you have to select the two that could go. That's it. But it was strictly only Little League parents and Little League kids. That's it. 
Mm-hmm. That's so wow. cool. That is. And then, so what, Michael, when, when you, is it true? Because, you know, I mean, I know we were talking to some of the players and the coach, coach, coach Oda said he actually lost weight because uh, there wasn't any rice and there's no local food and everybody was getting tired of eating potatoes and French fries. Uh, did you feel the same way or what, what did you think about the food up there? And uh, what did you eat when you came back home? It wasn't that bad the food because you got musubis before mostly every game except one. Yara parents made. And the the first thing I got was Zippies when I came back. <laughs> what did you order from Zippies? I got natto rolls, hamburger steak, and then what else? What else? A chili frank. Yeah, a chili frank plate. Oh what? my Where god. <laughs> That's how you fulfill a craving, I tell you. I just order everything on the menu. Boiled. <laughs> it's so funny because I think a lot of, maybe all or the majority went to Zippies. That's what I heard. Yeah, I think a lot of them did. And a couple went to Rainbows, I think. Mm, yeah, I know. Said, yeah, he's going Rainbows. Yeah. Any Anything with rice and gravy all over. Or something yeah, like yeah, that. Salad. Right? Unhealthy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, okay. Why are you... you guys go ahead. I'm gonna to have to tend to something. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I, I wanted to ask you guys too. So what do you guys um Micah and Kendrick? If your guys' teams played each other now, who do you think would win, Micah? Oh if dad's if dad's <laughs> team versus your team, who do you think would win? Us. <laughs> what would the score be? Oh, 21-0. <laughs> Football score. <laughs> Twenty-one zero. Yeah. <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> that would be on first base. Louise. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no, he played first base. I meant he'd be playing at first, oh. right? Not, not back then. Back then, I was just a pitcher. Are you serious? Yeah. I thought you yeah. played first and pitch. No, no. Back then, I was only pitching. Oh, that would strike you out then, yeah, Michael. <laughs> I'm always hit a ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, how awesome is that, yeah, Kendrick? Like, your two sons, yeah? Like, just kind of following in your footsteps. How proud? How proud are you? And do you tell well, them? It was, a, it was a proud dad moment, you know what I mean? JJ got to experience traveling, and they won the U.S. Championship on the Caribbean side, and Michael went there to watch, and the, the, I think the most uh, satisfying part for me was when Michael went, he wanted JJ to come to watch him play, mm-hmm. and JJ wanted to go watch him play too, so mm-hmm. it was kind of good where they start, ever since this trip, they, they, I think they got close and they started helping out each other, like just this past Sunday, we were going to uh, Micah's game that he had at court with uh, Mar- the Marino team, and JJ was in the car, so had the family going, and JJ got a phone call saying, hey, they, we're short uh, uh, a player. Can you come play with us now up at the high school? So I dropped him off. And then while he's getting his stuff out, and I didn't expect anything, JJ tells, hey, Michael, good luck today. And he left. Mm-hmm. So that was just awesome for me. Yeah, a lot of bonding and love. And, and um, Kendrick, you still keep in touch with your um, 1988 boys? You know? Well, Sky and Reed was helping me coach my crew oh, still yet nice. yeah they were helping me and you know and they're good guys where 
we're all on the same page, right? Trying to make these kids better for the next level. And, you know, we had parents that bought into the program and, you know, we excelled from there. I think, I think that's a big part of it too, right? Is like, I mean, having parents that are involved. So, I mean, I, I mean, obviously it's the coaches, right? But then when I talk to some of the other parents, oh man, hearing about the sacrifice and like waiting in their cars till it's like dark and doing their work in their cars, you know what I'm saying? And then like the boys are, no, are not in any hurry to get home. Like, yeah, they don't want to go home. Either. Yeah, they'll just keep playing, you know? So they're just really patient. And so they don't think of it as sacrifices though. Is that what they told me? They just, you know, it's, 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 it has to be done. Like, it's just something that they're happy to do. And, you know, it makes them even happier to see this, this happen. But Kendrick, to see your son, Micah, become a World Series champ, is that, is that up there with like his birth? Like, I mean, oh, as, as oh, in like major. really important. Nah, I wouldn't say that. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's good dad, yeah. good dad. Good <laughs> dad. Well, maybe yeah, not but... up there, but below that then, right? Like, right, right. Well, I mean, there. the marriage, right? The wedding. Oh, no, the no. Marriage. <laughs> Come on now. Don't forget about the moms here. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's something that I'm happy he accomplished where he can remember it. As for the important things in life, I, like I just were so... After this past season, a bunch of dads, Nido Nouchi's, um, Hiromoto's, and um, Hyoto, we decided some of these kids need to get prepared for um, intermediate ball, which is upcoming in January for these boys because they got to jump from 60 to 90. So we made a baseball team, and 10 of the boys pretty much followed us, and four of them, they had other plans. But um, I told the boys that it's great that you guys want it, but just remember now you guys are changing to 90 feet, which now you guys are the weakest of the 90 feet players because this is your first year. You know, so yes, you can be proud of what you did, but you need to learn how to move on and better yourself. Now, if you're going to just be proud of this, you, you, you won't succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something to always keep in your memory bank, but it's, you got to move on besides it. And no one's going to say, hey, I'm going to give you a job because you won the 12 year, 12 year world series, you know, you got to better yourself stay at, you know, because no matter what these guys, these boys will always have a target on their back, no matter what. From now on. So when you say intermediate ball, is that, that's like school ball or what? Or, yeah. Or so for private schools, I'll age at seventh grade, they can play baseball, which is 90 feet. It's like a major league field. You know, they jump to the 90 feet immediately from 60, you know, so he pitched Sunday and it was so funny because he had a hard time. It was, everything was falling short, you know, because mm-hmm. you you're pitching from 46 feet, 46 feet where they were at, and now he's pitching from 60 feet. So it's like a 14 wow. feet difference. Yeah. So, so, so I think, big... Brooke, you were... You and then, were yeah, and when Kendrick says, when Kendrick says um, 60 to 90, he just means that what they're playing on was 60 feet from home to first. It's between each base. So they're going to move to a 90 foot distance. That's 30 feet oh, more. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. So now the single that you just hit might not be a single anymore, right? Right. Yeah. right. So, so just for the people listening, and I know Brooke, you were trying to explain this to me um, before, but then, Most so time. yeah, you, you know, she was saying like, so, so is this just so that we understand correctly, because the reason why they were so ready for little league is because before that they were playing in leagues where the bases were more spread apart so they were playing on a bigger field right 
Literally. They could have been playing um, that, that Caribbean is 57 at their age. So, so then when they leagues. went to Little League. Some of them, some of them. So when it went to Little League, then it became a smaller field. Smaller, so they were yeah. more. And then mm -hmm. what you're saying now is when they go okay. intermediate, it's going to be even bigger than the Cal Ripken side? Oh, yeah. So oh, the Major wow. League, what the pros play now, the, the, so Little League, the fence at Williamsport, I think it was 250. No, 225. Oh, two, 225 feet. So they're playing like a major league stadium now. The field is like 360 down the line, oh. 400 straight, straight away. When they go intermediate? Yeah. That's okay. the equivalence of the field dimensions they're going to jump to. So like he could he had a hard time hitting in literally. And now it just 10 times fold worse, you know, because the field is so big. Which might be a home run in at Williamsport is a routine fly ball now for nine feet. Mm -hmm. big difference so. mm -hmm. oh. yeah. how long does it take to train them to do that if they've already been in this run like and you know well that's their mindset got they got to learn how to adapt to it yeah it's just like saying you're jumping from i don't know something small you're just learning and we're training you with the professionals pretty much you know so you know in an intermediate ball there'll be seven graders but they can be playing against ninth graders, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So. Wow. So, Michael, what's your what's your when when we when you hear us talk about this and that it's going to be maybe more challenging for you? What What do you think about that? I think it's going to be more fun and like more like I don't know how to say it more relaxed. Hmm. It's a good outlook. Yeah. You ready? So you're ready for the ready. challenge, then, right? You're ready for the challenge. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to just stay in Little League. <laughs> it was so funny because when we were in the Williams sport, when because he got COVID, uh, COVID, and he had to come out from the barracks, so he stayed with me up for a few days, and he mentioned to me, "Go, Dad, I, I want to play 90 feet already." And I was like, bro, you got a couple more games. Just suck it up, you know. I mean, he wa really wanted to move on already to the next level. Because prior wow. to us going, coming up, he was playing with Marino at 90 feet. So he got to experience it, you know, and he had a lot of fun on that big field. So, you know, Micah, even though you guys were undefeated and even though you guys pretty much blew out the games and even though you guys were really dominant and dominated the competition do you feel like you learned anything by playing against these teams it's to more like competitive. It, and it's it, it like taught me how to like deal with pressure more and everybody up there was pretty respectful there was no like bad sportsmanship like people like yelling in the stands or anything like that i don't think so <laughs> was it your dad <laughs> actually it was funny because the dad's in cali yeah you know we we stayed on the top uh, away from the field so we don't you know yell at the kids and we get, we can talk up there and the moms all stayed on the bottom but when we played up northern cal there was this dad just ripping like yelling but the commissioner for Northern Cal, he immediately stopped it, which was awesome. You know, he was trying to heckle on the boys and whatnot, because especially that, you know, that one kid, they kept on walking. 
Joe then decided to walk him because he was the best player on the field, the, the team. So the strategy was just to walk him if the other team, other kids beat him. And he started to yell some obscenities and whatnot. So, but it was good where their league official took care of it right away. Kendrick, what can you say about the coaches of the uh, Honolulu Little League team? Since you're a coach yourself, um, what can you speak about maybe their secrets to success? Well, I mean, uh, they, they, they're, they're, they're good people. You know, um, they all mean well, um, but they're, they were gifted talent. You know, I mean, you know, put it this way, I mean, it, it's, yeah, he made the right calls and decisions, but that team was so talented that anybody could have coached them. You know, you look at when Gerald, not to take anything away from Gerald, but when he went out on the first two games because of COVID, the, key, the kids didn't stop a beat. You know, they are still playing awesome, you know, and anybody who coached them, I mean, they know what to do and they just got to make the right changes. That's about it, you know. But the talent-wise on this team was just crazy. Yeah, that's probably, and that's probably a testament to, like, the talent and also just the systems that you guys all have in place already too, right? They know what to do. They know what's right. expected of them, right? You know your job, right. what, your, what your role is, when you're called upon, what you got to do. Yeah, 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 and you know, Gerald, them. I guess they they select the players according to their game plan already. You know, you're not gonna overload your team with five shortstops. You know yeah. what I mean? You need to find other position players that willing to buy in and willing to sacrifice. And sometimes you gotta sit on the bench. That's part of the deal. You know what I mean? But the acceptance of that. Uh, Kendrick, and I know that Brooke was just starting to get into it, but then for people that are listening, can you talk more specifically about the so-called talent on the team? Because, you know, I mean, it's easy for, I guess, the um, spectators and the fans to just see um, these boys on the field. But can you, because you're in it, because you're in it, can you can you just explain more about the talent? Like, I mean, it might be so obvious to you because you're just in the game, right? But then for us, for those of us that are that are just watching it and we just see the boys on the field and these plays being made and 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 the home runs and whatnot. But like, can you talk specifically about the talent? Like, what's what is that? Well, you, if you look at the boys from a coach's perspective, you can tell these boys are not the ones that would just go practice, go home, play Xbox, play PS4, watch TV come back to practice and redo it with the coaches tell you to do. You can tell these boys are the ones that will go to practice, go home, do their homework. Maybe next day they start working out, doing their fundamental drills, small little drills, their stretches, strength and conditioning. Um, it, it really shows, you know, compared to those come to the park and think that's enough practice. It's never enough, you know. Yeah, like my boy, Micah, he, he works out on his own in the back with Jace, you know, and He's small, but for his size, he can carry his own weight. But you can tell all these boys do that extra to get to where they're at now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome, so, yeah. too, because yeah. I feel like it can apply to, like, beyond baseball. Yeah, Micah? Not just all the things you're learning yeah. is stuff you can apply to school and job later and other sports and activities you take up. You know, all of it applies, right? Yeah, because, like, there's always more room for improvement. I love that mentality. Yeah. I wanted to ask Michael, like, okay, so what, what, what advice would you give to Michael as a, as a kid who went through this journey? 
uh, what would you give parents out there and kids out there who are like, kids are like three, four years old, starting off in the sports, like, you know how you start in all the sports, right? Um, what would you give advice to those parents? And how okay. do you- So this is going to be weird, but like for homework. So we have to do like drawings and like um, a quote. And my quote was, he is from St. Louis and he's a senior. My quote was, if you quit, they'll be right. Saying like, if you quit, the haters will be right about you. And like, you'll, you'll like not accomplish what you wanted to. That's good. That's intense. And that makes a lot of sense. So for those little kids out there, even trying maybe even baseball for their first time, soccer for their first time, you would say follow it. And what do you think about the parental pressure, if there was any, or should they put more pressure or should they just support? What do you think about the parents' role as a kid going through this sport and being successful at it? To just relax, but still try your hardest in everything that you do. For the kids? Yeah. What about... What would advice you give parents out there coaching a kid like you? You know, your dad is pretty much awesome coach and a good parent and good philosophies, but other parents out there who don't know how not coaching, not, not knowing the sport, how can they support their kids? Like, let, like, the coaches try, like, new different ways to help teachers, like, teach their son, like, new different ways. So if your parent wants you to do something, try let the coaches teach you for, like, doing something else in a different way. Yeah. Kendrick and Micah, um, you know, so many people watched and uh, like Noli was saying, so many little boys now and even little girls, they all want to want to play. So because of the caliber and the level that the team is already at, can beginners break through? Can beginners like who, who maybe were inspired by the game and maybe they're a little bit older, like maybe they're six or seven, like can they still catch up? I think so. I mean, like when my boys started playing baseball, I had two rules for them. You know, I mean, you're going to play baseball and you have two options. One, you're going to like it or two, you're going to love it. Yeah, so it's not an option for you. But I told them, whatever you do, you do a one-year commitment to it. So don't think that you're going to play baseball and one month later because you can't catch a ball. Hey, I want to quit. I want to try this. No, you need a minimum one-year commitment to whatever you do. Yeah, because, of course, when times get hard, I said 90% of the kids are going to want to give up. But, like, baseball, the hardest thing to do is catch a ball. Mm-hmm. And my philosophy as a coach, if I can make the kids catch by five years old, their skill level will take off because the confidence level will take off. You know, but the parents need to, rather than, I guess, okay, you don't have to play this, this, what do you want to do? They have to push their kid for, of course, baseball is a game of failure. It's the only game of failure that you can be a professional hitting 300 and you're considered a professional. 30% hits, you're considered a professional and an all-star. You know, but if you do 30% a hit in golf or 30% hit in um football passing rating you'll fail you won't make it you know but baseball is is set up for failure and to me it's one of the hardest sports to learn you know there's so much complex aspects of the game you know i'm not to dog football but they'll go into the huddle set play 
quarterback snaps the ball. He doesn't like it. He throws it away. Let's get back together again. Baseball, you can't do that. You know, you have to be mentally prepared for every single pitch. You know, but I think the parents just got to, you know, commit to that sport or commit to it and let the kids decide after a year what they want to do. That's good advice. Yeah, yeah it helps. Yeah, it helps me because yeah, I always struggle with that with my kids. Right? <laughs> you don't know. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing or the wrong thing, right? And I think a lot of parents out there are like, I don't know. We're spending so much time and money on these extra trainings, but what if they don't like it, right? So right, right. But I mean, you can't baby them too. You know, I mean, yeah. like when they get a job, if your kid comes home or the boss is yelling at me, what are you gonna do? You know, mm-hmm. it's still a job. Mm-hmm. You know, but you gotta suck it up and move on. You know. Yeah. Mike, uh, you know, along the way um, <clears throat> in the, the, the Little League World Series, did any competitors ever come up to you and say a compliment like or, or to the team or like, oh, wow, you guys are so good. Or like, did they say anything to you guys ever? Yeah. So like the Metro kids and New York kids, when we were playing ping pong, they're like saying to Jared, oh, can you please pitch it down the middle? Because I can't hit. I can't hit you. <laughs> 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 oh, so honest. so did you feel like where wherever you guys were walking everybody's like oh that's the those are the, the champions like the other teams are mm, kind of because like there's still like other teams that could have won like curacao because like yeah but kendrick you know, it, a, it, you, know, you know it's a funny part of that was my boy and as well as um, the Hero Motor boy, who they're older, they're, they're 15 years old. And they wear the West hat, West shirt, and they're walking around. And we went to this um, diner just to eat. And my son was there and they were eating. And a guy comes out, he goes, hey, congratulations on you guys. Can I get an autograph? And my boy is like, yeah, shoot, you know. And the guy's thinking he plays for the team. But it was so funny. And my boy Sizey goes, oh, here, right here. here you go, man. Thanks a lot. You know? <laughs> but and, and even when, when the kids, the West kids are doing good, the team Hope from Hawaii is doing good, the entire, entire West hats and the uniforms are sold out. So um, there are, when you walk to the stadium, you see kids wearing the, hat, West, the hats and the shirts. And it's like imposters, you know? It's like... <laughs> They're not even from Hawaii, but they're fully supporting oh. Hawaii. So people are going, do you play for Hawaii? Do you play for it? Because they're, they're all the same age. And they go, oh, no, 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 we don't play for Hawaii. That's but so the support true. was just unreal. Yeah. The fan, fandom. Yeah, yes. you guys got fandom. Yes. No, so I have a story. So then um, my family and I, we were vacationing at Aulani. And this was during when the Little League World Series was still going on. And um, you guys hadn't made it yet into um, the international um, and then uh, there was, I guess, a family from New York. And then they're like, hey, are you guys from Hawaii? And we're like, oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, man, your, your guys' team is killing it, man. You, you guys are whooping everybody's butt. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, who are they going to play next? They're like, us. I was, <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, I go, sorry, sorry. And then they, and they're, like, they're like, oh, don't, no need to say sorry. But I mean, I know we should be cheering on our home team, but I, I, think, I think you guys are going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like, oh, oh, sorry. Okay, nice to meet you. <laughs> so funny. Okay, like bye. When we're, when we're in Cali, my sister-in-law drove over from um, Vegas, 
and they were staying at a separate hotel. That so happened was the Washington Hotel, which they won their district um, mm -hmm. regionals as well. So they were going to uh, Williamsport as well. In Northwest. So, yeah, so one of the parents asked, oh, where are you guys from, Hawaii? Because they look like they're from Hawaii. They go, oh, no, we're, we're still from, but we're here to watch our nephew. He goes, man, we're, we don't want to play Hawaii. We really <laughs> don't want to play. It's like we can't beat them. And they were just honest about it, you know. So, but unfortunately enough, we played their first game. We were set up to play them the first game. Wow. So, so does, awesome. Does, does, does wow. Little League allow the teams to study videos, past videos of like the other teams? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so is that and what they Gerald, did? So they would Gerald watch videos a, of Curacao? Gerald is a very good coach where he will watch, I think, hours and hours of video of how to, how, how to pitch to the um, batters and whatnot. So that's like his his job to do like this boy can't hit an outside pitch or pitch him outside all day or whatnot. But the players like Michael, you would watch the videos with the coach. No. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. They just tell you they coach you to to how to play the team against the team, right? Or right. pitch against the team. Wow, that's intense. That is, that like is. Like you said, Kendrick, fundamentals, like down to the nitty gritty, right? The coaches right. have it and then the, the right. kids pick it up, right? Respectful yeah. kids. They just... I, yeah. I didn't, well, I didn't ask Kendrick to beforehand, but we always like, to, do you have any special quote or saying that you have always told your team or tell your boys, JJ and Micah, that you want to? really, like on yeah. this trip for, for Micah, it was just, I mean, I cherish to make the memories, you know? ball out and make the memories you know it's, that's all that's all you can tell you you can't coach them it's too late to coach now you know they're in the moment so whatever they learn they gotta try it but uh, like i always told him you know, memories you'll never forget just make yeah. memories you know don't second guess yourself just go for it you know yeah awesome um and awesome. you know um is there anything that you think that the public does not know about the Honolulu Little League team that either of you want to share and volunteer? <laughs> I don't know what you think. Mm, okay. No, it's, I mean, there's a, there's a good and bad, you know, of everything that comes, comes upon it, you know I mean? But don't think that the, this Honolulu Little League team didn't work hard. They did work hard, you know I mean? For the time of states, they practice every single day. You know, Gerald made it every single day of practice. And, you know, like I give credits to the parents, you know, I mean, to take time out just to drop them off. And like a lot of, like I live pro city, we have to drive to Kalasai, Kilauea Field. Um, there's a couple of parents that live in Milani, and they got to drive over. You know, I mean, the time and dedication, it, you got to put it into it. Like one of my friends always told me, I take my kids to school where to go Marino or was Damien at St. Louis at the time. And I'll get frustrated, you know, driving in traffic and whatnot. <laughs> but he would always tell me, just take them to school because it, it, in a matter of no time, you're going to wish you're driving them to school while they're at college. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. You know, so which is so true. You know, at the time, the time is going by so fast that, you know, you don't want it to end. But they're getting to that age, like Jace is ready to drive and 
he has a mind of his own now. Of course, he's into girls and all kinds of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I go, hey, Jace, let's go to the store. Yeah, dad, let's go. No, it's not. I don't like go. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's slowly fading away. So as parents, cherish when they're young, you know, and enjoy the moment, you know. Yeah. Well, Kendrick, mm-hmm. Nora, and Micah, Nora, mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us. Wow, this is really awesome. And seriously, I mean, you don't know how much you guys made Hawaii smile and proud and, you know, really lifted our spirits, you know, in a way that we can't describe. And we just, just the fact that you guys represented us so well, we were just so proud and so happy. And thanks so much. And we can't wait to celebrate more with you. Of course, we hear that there's more celebrations planned. <laughs> So, congratulations once again, world champion. Yeah, well deserved. Good job, boys. Way to go, you guys. Out of you guys. All you listeners, um, where are the celebrations going to be? Well, you guys can probably log on to hawaiinewsnow.com and find out because there's a lot more planned. And I heard that there might be even be another parade, according to Kendrick. So, yeah, well, something on Saturday, I guess there's a media or something. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Kahala Mall is throwing something and yeah, so yeah. There, there's a lot, but you guys deserve all the celebration. Yep. Right. Hopefully so. one, one day you guys can have just like a Zippy's night or something. Oh, or you oh, there you go. Honestly, you guys or something, <laughs> you know, the Zippy's party. You hear that, Zippy's? <laughs> Anyways, all right. Thanks so much for joining us, Micah and Noah. Yes. <laughs> Kendrick. Kendrick. I was going to say Micah and Nora. <laughs> oh, Marinol, right there. All you guys, too. Yeah. Oh. All right. Have a good night. Micah and Kendrick, thank, thank you guys, guys so much. Yay. And the whole thank you guys. little league, league and team. Mahalo. Yes, we're going to break them down.